Hello and a warm welcome back to the TNC podcast. It's been a little while. So good for you to join us once more. Jack Reeve and Chris Reeve back once again. Uh, It's been a really turbulent few weeks uh, in the UK and mixed emotions, I'm sure, for many. It was a very touching tribute uh, in the game against Bristol City uh, quite quite a few days ago now. Uh, Of course, all of our thoughts with the royal family uh, during what is a really emotional time. And I hope all of you watching at home have um, managed to, 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 to guide yourselves through uh, in whatever way you have done. Um, Chris, it's good to see you. Yeah, you too. And I was going to say as well, like, how special was it singing God Save the King? Mm. Strange to sing that. Yeah, still not used to yeah. it, but no, it's really special. And um, yeah, repeat all of your, all mm. of your thoughts and uh, respect anyone feeling however you want to feel about yeah. it, for sure. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about something lighter, shall we? Well... Yes, yeah. uh, the, the, the EFL train marches on. We had the postponement, didn't we, against Burnley, so we missed yes. that. But uh, a couple of games since then, Bristol City, which in the end was a was a win, yeah. uh, and then a, a, and then a draw to West Brom, which I'm sure we'll talk about in depth. Yeah. Did we talk about the Bristol City game um, on here? Maybe, maybe the yeah. Lakers kicked in and I've forgotten. It was a strange game, that wasn't it? Because it, it at all points it felt like we were going to win, yet it was. It was nervy, yeah, and I turned, to, yeah. I turned to you at, at the end of the game when there were boos. I know they were towards the referee, but I genuinely like had they, they equalised. I was sort of looking at the scoreboards. I was like, "Have yeah. we won?" It was a really strange atmosphere. Do you know? It, it, I know we're going to talk about this in the meantime. I don't think it's just Norwich fans, by the way, but I think it, I think it sums up fan feeling full stop at the moment. But it was quite incredible that like after the game, as you say. It was such a nervy finish. It felt like one of those ones where afterwards everyone was going to be like, oh, get in there, absolutely superb. But we were all so enraged, so angered by the standard of refereeing that we decided to boo to the point that I think it was Tim Krull came over to the Barclay to remind us all to to celebrate. You know what, though? Um, I, I, I watched it back and I think the frustration was around Bristol City's second goal. I didn't see too much wrong with it. I think if we'd have yeah. scored the equivalent, we'd have been like, well, yeah, fair enough. It's weak, isn't it? Like, it was a weak one to concede, but at the end of the day, we, we had ample chances to control. I think I think people's problem with that one is is, is the game management. Yeah. We didn't manage the game there. And where I would maybe criticise a supposed Dean Smith side is we're meant to be more streetwise. Mm. We're meant to manage games a lot better than we than we have done, certainly in the last two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we got through it. And we at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And I know that we're going to talk about it, Jack, for, regarding the West Brom result and where we're at in the league. But I, I just, I, I think this, I said it right at the start of the season when we did that, that Norwich City um, media event at Yard Coffee in Norwich with, with Michael Bailey, uh, Connor Southwell, etc. Rob, Chris... And I said, look, this is a season where we just need to win games of football. Mm. Fuck style of play. Fuck philosophy. Let's grind out wins. Let's shithouse our way to another title. Mm. Because being embarrassed in the manner that we were last time in the Premier League, obviously starting critically under Daniel Farco, pretty much put us on, on the deathbed before we even started under Dean Smith. It was really hard to get up off the ground off that, but I think I've seen, I've seen some good football this season. Yeah. Not a lot, I would say. I, I think, and that, by the way, and, and Dean Smith even has said that publicly himself. He knows that there's more to come. Spoke to one Norwich player this week who says that they're in gear two, and to hear that from someone inside the Norwich City sphere for me is actually a positive. I'm and seeing you, that and, as exciting. And, and actually, Jack, you needed to remind me of that in the stands. Yeah. Because I'm moaning against Coventry that we're not hitting them for six, for seven. Yeah. But you're like, hang on, Chris. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're winning this game 3-0. It's comfortable. Yeah. Chill your beans. And we'll go on to it, Jack. But I, I just think expectancy is through the roof. And my point about the North City media event, sorry, as I said this before the season started, the, the problem that we've got is that North City fans have only felt the low of the yo-yo twice in a row. Mm. We've, not, we, we've not truly felt that, that spirit when we when we when we when we were promoted again, so yeah, it's weird. I, I've just never really experienced anything like the second in the league, seven unbeaten, but yet I, f- I feel like it's more grumpy than it is positive. I'm the same. No, I'm the same as you, and I think. Cheers, uh, by the way. Yeah, cheers. It's good to see you. Um, <laughs> for for once, I feel like I'm the I'm the positive one here. I'm the one 
now being sort of described as a happy clapper. Often it's, you know, I'm the, the negative. Even yourself, there's been times when we've been at Cow Road and you're, I'd say, overly critical, but you're probably um, holding the opinion. I know, but we're winning football matches. And, and that's, for me, I'm seeing this as an, a really exciting thing, that we're second, seven unbeaten, we're going at two points a game, which is what you usually need yeah. for promotion. And yet there is still more to come. I would say the, the, the game against West Brom, was the first time probably since that start of fixtures where we where we were losing where I was disappointed with the performance. Right. I think in the majority of the other other games, Sunderland, Birmingham, yes, yeah. we haven't been in sixth gear. Yeah. But we haven't looked bad, and we and we found the way to win. And I think that's really impressive against West Brom. I would say we were probably lucky to get a point. It was a scrappy yeah. goal. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. we didn't create much. West Brom had a lot of good chances. Yeah. It felt like they outmanaged us, and that's a concern with Steve Bruce. And worryingly, bullied us mm. as well. And I, and I read an interesting um, stat from from Connor Southwell. Every time we've got gone up against a team with four at the back, we haven't won. All of our wins have, have come against teams with three at the back. People will start to know. Um, and I think that's interesting because for Dean Smith, and I and I have been incredibly impressed with the way he's managed games this season. I think he's versatile. I think he's more um, adaptable than Daniel mm. Farker. But it is, I wouldn't say a concern, but you do look at it and go, why mm. are we struggling against these types of teams? Yeah. Um, but... International break needed, mate. I think it's come at a good time. To be honest. I think it's Um, come at a really good time. And also for the fans as well, by the way. I just think we need a time to just breathe and be like, right, hang on a minute. Let's get some perspective. Where are we in the table? We're seven unbeaten. And actually, it's six wins in a row and one draw, right? It's not just seven unbeaten. Because I know teams do that all the time. Well, yeah, no shit. You've won five. You've drawn five in a row, sorry. To win six in a row is very impressive. We now we now go in, into a bit. Uh, just back to, on on your point, Jack, around you know performance and, and results. Critically, and it's cliche, but it, and it's the oldest saying in the football um, bible. If you're going to play shit, just don't just don't lose. Mm. Just get a draw, right? Mm. And we were shit against West Brom. We got a result. Everyone in in and around North City, whether you're a fan or, or Dean Smith or players, they'll know that they played shit in that mm. game. But critically, we didn't lose. Well, and. I like, and again, to me, we seem to be mentioning Connor Southwell a lot in this podcast. Connor Southwell, I think he summarised on Twitter saying something like, um, "West Brom have got a false position in the league." Oh, absolutely. And I, and I do, and it's as you know, it's very rare for me to compliment the opposition, and um, because a, a lot of football clubs are seriously tin pot and shouldn't even exist. <laughs> but West Brom, you know, fair fair play to them. I, I, I felt that they they managed us well. I don't think many teams will do that well, against with, us a Caro this season. With West Brom, they've got Dean Garner, who they signed for about eighteen million. Tom, uh, Santi oh, Thomas. Oh, I didn't know that. Who who is uh, is, a, is a really nice player? Jed Wallace, who's an experienced Championship player. Like you say, people look at the division and go, "Oh, they're twentieth." What people don't look into, they've only lost two games. Yeah. We've lost the same amount. It's because they've drawn seven yeah. games now. They're putting up some really nice numbers. They will come good. And we've now, in a week, drawn a, uh, beaten Bristol City, who yeah. won five of their last six and were yeah. fourth. And we've drawn against the West Brom side, who yeah. are one of the favourites to, to yeah. be promoted this season. And I suspect we'll still be there or thereabouts Speak, to come the end of the speaking season. Speaking of numbers, Jack, um, I thought an absolutely superb um, stat slash a highlight piece in Michael Bailey's latest athletic Michael Bailey put out fantastic um, content. Shock. Yeah, water's wet. Um, anyway, MB said in his article, he reminded the Norwich City world, only three teams have scored more goals. Only us. West Brom have taken more shots and only Sheffield United have had more shots on target. Amazing. I felt like, yeah, actually, MB, thanks for bringing that up because actually we're all moaning about what's in front of us, but actually compared to everyone else, it is mainly still within the top one or two in the league. So what I would say against West Brom is we are way too slow. Yeah. We are way too slow. And we look. And the reason why I've said on Twitter and on this podcast that we needed the international break, we look, we look sluggish. Yeah. We need those injured lads. I don't know how you feel. We need those injured lads back, back, yeah. back in the room now. Really excited to see Dimmy, the Emperor of Norfolk. I've been seeing him tease us with his Instagram workouts and all of that, but I'm loving it. I still think Isaac Hayden is going to absolutely boss well, it for if, us. It, for me, it's the midfield that is the reason we're stodgy, is the reason yeah. we're slow. Because defensively, I think we're fairly sound. Having said that, it was a bit of a howl of a goal to give away. Look fairly sound there. We're creating chances, as that stat alludes to. Yeah. It's the midfield where we, we get the ball. And it's like, oh, what now? 
I want to pull you up on this. Last podcast, you said we've got one of the best defense. If so, no, you said we've got the best defense in the league. Do you still stand by that? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I do. Still, too many mistakes happening, mate. But it, it, I, mate, that mate. And by the way, okay, I'm gonna set I'm, piece. I'm gonna flip this because for some reason your glass is half empty at the moment. The only goals we seem to be giving away this season okay. are mistakes. We are we are rarely, if not any times at all getting cut open individual True. mistakes okay, okay, are, are yeah. far easier to I'll cut out I'll have that um, yeah. than, and also it was a good corner right I know it was a free header but sometimes you just hold your hands up and go it was a nicely de- delivered no, corner no I think a lot of people will be shouting and screaming this I'm sure they will Jack I, I think it's shocking defending for that set piece the defenders will be so grossly embarrassed so with if that you, if it's shocking you cannot concede that type of goal no matter what level mate what defence would you swap for ours if you're saying that we're not the best in the no division? I'm just no no okay I like that from you I, that's good that's that's put me in the hot seat but I'm not going to accept it because I think that like yeah don't get like there's certain individuals that perhaps I'd, I'd, I'd swap but I still think there's too many individual errors happening at the back it's so sloppy Jack um, and it, and it's mistakes made across the line. It's not like you can sort of pinpoint one defender. Like each of the defence at some point during the season has, has had a bit of a stinker. But, but I, think I still harsh. think Jack, this, I still, well, fine, all right. Well, let us know in the comments. Do you think I'm being harsh? Do you think Jack's gone doolally? Let us know. Maybe. Have the lake and sunk in. Maybe I'm just feeling a bit loving. I, I, I actually think, and I know a lot of people are, I know a lot of people are heaping on the midfield and I do th- and I do know that that is our biggest problem but I still don't think we're talking about the attack enough I think mm. uh, we, we all know the way that you win games of football is through scoring more goals than the opposition scoring more goals not keeping clean sheets and and for me I still think the quality of players that we've got we should be taking more of our chances earlier on in the season mind like I know that we have but the last, ultimately, and, and, and in there, Darren Eady, he, he does a piece of exclusive content for us, as a lot of people know, Darren's debrief. Mm. And he said, this is not a disaster result. And I needed to no. hear that from Darren. It's, it's by far. But if you read social media, you, you'd think we're like meandering in mid-table. Yeah. I, th- I think just in terms of the attack... Time for some more chocolate. It's always time for This week it's the fudge crunch milk chocolate. And I had um, some of the oat milk chocolate. Okay, talk to me. Unreal. Really? Unreal. So I'm actually getting converted to kind of non dairy. Wow. Really impressed. This yeah. is the thing, like like this one's vegetarian, for example. Like Happy days. And and you know, flavour just isn't ever compromised. Um, ever compromised, is it? And well, you I'm can get a discount still, can't you? Well, amazingly, yes. I mean, mm. you shouldn't be allowed um, because it's a ridiculous amount. I think you're getting fifteen percent off. We'll leave the code mm. uh, in the description. Oh my good lord. Fudgy mm. enough? Oh, that's crunchy enough. That mm, that's seriously getting me going. Let's have a smell. That's absolutely that. incredible. Mm. Mm. There's something quality about it mm. that you just don't get with other chocolate brands. And what better than to wash it down? I mean, that's, with a, a, that's a joke of a diet, isn't it? I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. It's just superb. Anyway, continue on. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say about the attack. Dean Smith's got a really difficult situation on his hands with the attack because. And I think we all know it, but we don't want to admit it. To get the best out of Pookie or Sergeant, it's only one of them. It is only one of them. We keep trying to force them to and play who together, do you don't drop? we? It, uh-huh. it, because Pookie needs to go through the middle. He's not a winger. And Sergeant needs to go through the. I mean, Sergeant, again, and, and it wasn't his fault because he was out wide, looked awful again at the weekend mm-hmm. because it's just long balls lumped into him. Um, and he's not effective from there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that Dean Smith is going to have to look at. We're going to have to alter our style of play to stop with these nonsensical long balls into Sergeant when he's not winning headers. Or we're yeah. going to have to play him through the middle and find an alternative yeah. for Puki. Yeah. Because both of them at the weekend were reasonably quiet. And I think that's a concern because you've got... Yes. On their day, uh, Puki is still one of the best strikers in the mm. division. The, the form Sergeant has shown this season would put him in the top bracket of strikers in this yeah. division. But unfortunately, when played together, we saw mm. what we saw on Saturday, two very average performances, yeah. and that's a concern. Do you want to talk about fan feeling, Jack, or have we touched upon no, it I think I think it's a really interesting one because 
You mentioned on the last podcast we did about atmosphere, and I think mm. I disagreed with you to an extent around match day atmosphere. Yeah. And I think you do have a point there. It, it is lacking. I'm still a believer that if the if the football on the pitch is good, then atmosphere will follow. Yeah. But I think we're at a point now where we are seeing regular enough wins, mm-hmm. six in a row up until the last game, yeah. and that maybe wasn't replicated. And I'm speaking to a lot of very intelligent, well-read Norwich fans who I respect, and they're... You, they've you normally of, get that from me, mate. Like. <laughs> they've kind of got a similar opinion of like, I'm not really enjoying it. And I'm like, why yeah. are you not enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. I've loved this season so far. I've just We're winning wins. football match. Yeah. And I'm but I do get it. And I think that someone said something to me earlier and I found it really interesting. He was like, Why do we want to get promoted? And I was like, Oh, because it means we're back in the Premier League. And he goes, And we know what's happening. And I said, Well, what's the alternative? Not getting promoted. And he was like, Yeah. And I'm like, Well, the alternative is not winning football matches in the championship yeah. and I'd rather be losing in the Premier League than losing in the championship but yeah. I get it yeah. because Norwich are now in a position as are a lot of other championship football clubs yeah. where they know promotion is great yeah. but the, the chance of sustaining it and I think you only have to look at Nottingham Forest and I know Fulham are a, a slight anomaly but they've spent a lot Nottingham Forest the likelihood is have spent 220 million quid this summer mm. and will still go down Right, and that is game over. By the way, well, I, I don't think it is in there because in their case, because they've got a very wealthy owner and the way they've structured contracts, they should be okay. Okay. But what I'm saying is, they're still going to go down. Yeah. Even with our newfound love of America, and it it doesn't mean an instant cash injection. We need to right? talk about that, by the way. Yeah. So Norwich City likely could well get promoted mm. this season. I think we will, but we're going to find ourselves in the same position. I don't think that's a reason to not enjoy the moment, right? Because there is going to come a point yeah. where Norwich come back to the championship and don't go back up. <laughs> and that's not yeah. going to be fun. I think we take it for granted how good Norwich City are in the championship. There yeah. are so many, and I can't state this enough, so many football clubs that would kill to be in our position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have like become that. entitled and snobs. Yes. And we, yeah. and we go, oh, oh, we only beat Bristol City 3-2. Yeah, are you are you hearing yourselves yeah. here? Especially after we get we literally got pounded yes. week after week in the Premier League, yeah, like and, smashed and, to smithereens. And after we lost to Hull, everyone's going, "Well, we haven't we near the bottom of the table. We haven't won, so we do six consecutive wins." And people, people are going, "Oh, well, the fucking style's not good enough. <laughs> it's not fuckable. What do oh, yeah. you want here? Wow, look, what I, do you want? Because yeah. I tell you one thing: if people want fuckball again, the outcome's the same." You get promoted and you get pumped in the Premier League. Yes, agree. Right? So what do we want here? Yeah. And and, and you reminded me, Jack. Live in the moment and yeah. fucking be happy with pumping Coventry 3-0. That's good. It for you. really fucking annoys me. Wow. It does. It, it really I've annoys me. I've not seen you this passionate about something. It's like in a while. what's Dean Smith's style? I'll tell you what his style is. Winning. Winning football matches. Yeah. And let's have some of that. And everyone's like. Oh, well, we haven't played anyone good yet. Well, you said that pre-Bristol City and pre-West Brom. So we've gone unbeaten against them. Oh, we haven't played Watford. Oh, they're below us. Well, we haven't played Burnley yet. Oh, Burnley, <laughs> there's who always, are also yeah, below us. Yeah. And there's always something, yeah. De- Dean Smith is standing there with his arms out. People have got the nail in, ready to put it in his hand, nail it, nail him to the cross. Mm. Like, they are just waiting. Dean Smith's biggest problem is that he's not Daniel Farker. Yeah. And it does my head in. But uh, because he's winning football matches, he has categorically and factually stopped the rot that was happening. It was mm. a sinking ship winning together. Anyway, we know but what I'll tell you. I'll tell you something but, about this, right? Everyone who's still clinging on to Daniel Farker, let me tell you one thing. Daniel Farker doesn't care about us, <laughs> nor you, I anymore. Know. He doesn't give a shit. He probably doesn't even look at our results anymore. He's got one sole intention, and that's Munchen Gladbach, right? I know. Likely, when he was with us, he didn't care about Dortmund anymore. Yeah. Dean Smith's our manager. Dean Smith is winning football matches. He's going at two points a game. Let's get behind Dino. We're scoring goals. Let's get behind Dino. If, by the way, here's what I would say, and I'll try to get off my, my pro Dean Smith glasses a little bit here. What I would say is, I will criticise him when we lose football matches. Always. You're always up for 
constructive criticism when you lose football matches. We've not lost in seven games. Mm. So I, I just can't buy it. And I think, unfortunately, it's... And, and just going back to your the beginning of your impassioned rant there, Jack, is I actually think there's bigger things at play here. This isn't just Norwich fans unhappy with Norwich City. I think Norwich fans have worked out, become accustomed to, slash had this realisation of the absolute shit show, which is modern day football. Yeah, like, let's be really on. honest, yeah, yeah. okay? Because your, your, your pal is right. Whoever mentioned she is, is totally right. And you know me, I want to play the biggest, best teams in the world. Mm. But I'm like, hang on a minute. So we go up there, the amount of money at play now, even with, even with Magic Mike, as we called him, Mark Tani Arso, um, we, we haven't, you know, it, it, it's still not really touching the sides. 10 no, million quid it's... is not touching the sides. So, um, yeah, basically, I think there's bigger things at play. But what, what I would try to say to the Norwich fans is that let's moan when we're losing. But we've been winning. We've had one draw against West Brom, okay? It's not against Reading, okay? If you draw or lose against Reading, yeah, you'll hear you'll hear no end of it from me, okay? But to get a draw at home against West Brom, it's not a disaster. I just don't know what people want because you come yeah. back down to the championship and the intention is getting the promoted. Thing, I know. And we are now in a position where if we stay in this form for the rest of the season, we will get promoted. And people are now going... Well, I don't like it. It's, it's, it's so done. It like the Daniel... stinks of entitlement. I know. It really does. I know. In the, like the Farkball era, like it was, it was incredible. But we got battered a lot of games as well. I will look upon it with great memories. But yeah, and you reminded me, Jack. Oh, Chris, do you remember when we finished tenth? Mm. Do you remember when we got smashed four 0 by Millwall? Now, that was fun, wasn't it? It was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. We had some of the best. We played some of the best football ever. But also, we played some absolutely amazing football under Nigel Worthington when we had Hux and Jury. The, the people that are older than me, pre-1993, will remember the European Cup run. Paul Lambert, mm. you know. I know I absolutely, you know, can't stand what he did in terms of crossing the border. But again, Paul Lambert, you know, the double bounce. Mm. It's not all about, you know, Daniel Farker. And I think there's a lot about Daniel Farker that people don't know that I wish they knew. Because I, I, I think that people see him as like this... This this, mat, this 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 perfect bloke that could do no wrong. He was a shambles in the Premier League. On so many levels, back Dean Smith mm. until he does wrong. Like I like and by the way, I'm not. The other thing I want to say is, I'm not saying that people can't. I'm not telling people how to support. Mm. I know that might sound like I'm contradicting myself there. You're entitled to your own opinion, of course. It just seems like some of the some of the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter, Jack. I'm like, Christ, where is this coming? Well, from? I, I was I was Crazy. surprised after, and granted, the first half performance was poor, and the second half performance wasn't much better against West Brom, but we drew, booed off by certain areas, and I'm going, I'm turning around and going like, what the fuck? We're second. Like, what are you doing? I want to ask the audience this, right? Sorry, half a mouthful of gnaw as always. Let us know in the comments section, where are you at on this? Like, are Jack and I in the minority? I think we're actually on the same side here. Are Jack and I in the minority here? Do you think that we've become deluded and, like, we sh do you think we should be booed? Like, I just don't think we should. Well, like I, I, I see a lot of people as well who I you know, genuinely respect going, I didn't enjoy today. And I'm like, I did. I had a great time. <laughs> like, what? Even against West Brom, right? Scrapping a 1-1 draw. It was a bit dross. Scrapping a 1-1 draw when you didn't deserve it is fucking good fun. Yeah. I loved watching yeah. Byron score with his yeah. hand. Give the away fans some. It was great. I, what, if you're not enjoying it, don't go. <laughs> Stay at home and watch the you know Coronation Street omnibus. <laughs> I tell you what. Do you know, I, I do sometimes... Look Sorry, at, I needed to get that out of No, me. I do sometimes look at Twitter and I think... And, I've, and, I, and I, what I've done out of pure fascination I've scrolled through their tweets I'm like you really hate Norwich City don't you <laughs> yeah. like why would you do it yeah if you hate it that much we're second in the league if you hate it that much why are you turning up and and, and, and it, it genuinely fascinates me on the topic of giving it some to the fans or maybe I might get in trouble for this I might not um, <laughs> it was the Bristol game 
I don't know why. I just I was quite up for it. You were um, to, to the sixteen Bristol City fans. Yeah, and uh, yeah, basically Tim Krull, I think, was clearly watching one of the replays, the goals. Oh yes, and saw me <laughs> giving it to the away fans, and he, he sent me a message saying, uh, which made me laugh. Um, should we move on, Jack? Because I want to move on to something else now. Upcoming is the month of October. It is, and it is a monster month. It is. It's an absolute monster month. And I do a monster munch. A, mu- a monster <laughs> month, not a monster munch. What are your thoughts on October, Jack? And let, let's go through these fixtures. And what I want to do is I want to get your your, your points predictions. Okay, well, it, it, we'll go backwards and forwards. All right. It does look difficult, October. It looks difficult, right? There's a lot of away games. Yes, a lot. Okay. So, first of all, Blackpool away win. Agreed. Reading away win. Pump. Annihilate. Also, embarrassed. Reading the one side that have really shot me this season. Going well. They're oh, third. Mate, Chris, they're third. Chris, they're third in the yeah, division. Yeah, which sums up the quality of the division. <laughs> they're awful. Fair point. Preston at home. Win. Right, okay. So let's start to talk about this, okay? So I've approached this... Co- by the way, I'm actually criticising myself here. I started this segment with October's a really hard month. You and I, there, have just said we're going to get nine points in the first three games in October. Okay, well, we might be slightly biased, but at the at the, the point of speaking, yes, I think we will win we sh- all of them. We should be beating them. Okay, here's where it gets difficult. Watford away. Draw. Yeah, I'd take a draw. Where are Watford in the but, league? They're they, not actually going but they, that well. But they look turgid. Yeah, they do. Let me have a quick look where Wat- Watford are. Okay, Luton at home. Win. Win. Although, also shout out to former Norwich City boy, Carlton Morris scoring loads Mate, of goals. And there. Cam Jam up top. I've actually yeah, now, that's exciting. I'm actually almost going a bit of a soft that, spot for Luton because of reunion. because of those boys. So okay, so Watford's recent form, right? Two two draw against Sunderland, two yeah. 0 defeat to At Blackburn. Home, by the way, shocking. One one draw against Rotherham, shocking. Two one one against Borough. Hang on, quick pause. Warniola at Rotherham, fucking Nora. Yeah, going well. I am. Getting excited about Warniola. 3-2 defeat to QPR. 0-0 draw for Preston. 1-1 draw against Birmingham. They're surprised they're not sacked the manager, to be honest with you. Anyway. They're 10th. Sheffield United away. That's the tough one, isn't it? Well, well, it's not the tough one, because, by the way, you've then got Burnley okay, well, after that we'll away. Them. That's fine. Lose to Sheffield United. Ooh. I like the look of them this season. Really? Yeah. Really, and then the last game is Stoke at home. Yeah, so, okay, so like we might drop four points through that month. But again, I'm genuinely that confident. But again, and I think, and I think Darren said it in Darren's debrief. I think it's if you average two points a game, that'll you win enough. the league. Yeah, that'll be enough. You win the league. Yeah, um, you certainly get promoted. So, I, I'm actually feeling pretty confident ahead of October. After we've had this discussion, yeah. maybe we've helped you. Let yeah, us know I, your points total in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know how many points you think Norwich will get in October. You, you, you've often said to me, Chris, of like how much like like a Manchester City fan or a Barcelona fan annoys you because they expect to win. Yeah, that's what we've become, right? To a degree, not as bad as a greedy six club. We're winning football matches. Yeah, and we're going. Oh, it wasn't by enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're winning yeah, football yeah. matches and going. Oh, it wasn't pretty enough. Yeah, we're winning football mate, matches and going. Oh well, I don't like the style we played. You're preaching to the choir here, mate. Like I'm, I'm all in on on that with you. But maybe we are in the minority. Should we get battered by some Twitter questions? Let's do that because often um, we we go on Twitter and and I think we have got a really nice community actually that that has different cross sections. And, it, yeah. and we find a balance. Yeah. Well, do you know what I quite like? Some people are... Well, I don't, I don't like it because I disagree with it. Some people are really anti-Dino. Um, some people are chucking controversial opinions. And by the way, it seems like the people really wanted this podcast because, again, 42 questions wow. this week and all sorts. A real mixture of questions, statements, rants and raves as always. Jack, mm. do you want to leave? Yeah, I can I can kick things off. Go on, then. Um... <laughs> Let's start with a serious one from Ben Jones. You know Ben, the professional yeah, oh, player. Yeah, of course. Um, with the topical news of a baseball owner becoming our new, uh, one of our new directors, Ooh, yeah. would you rather a normal-sized body with the head of a baseball or a normal-sized head with the body build of a baseball bat? 
What on earth? Right, so you can have a normal sized body. This is the weirdest question. But your you've head ever is had. the side of a, as a baseball, so what's that like that? Normal sized body, but head size of baseball. Or yeah. a normal head, but yeah. your body is the shape of a bat. So you've got just like this big head. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I think I'd go option one because I think you'd look somewhat stacked <laughs> if you had a smaller head, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Your head would look stupid. Well, yeah, but. There you I go. think I'd rather. Yeah, but then your brain's tiny as well. Right. And how small are your eyes? Your sight's going to be awful. I do always I would wonder. go for bat-shaped body. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you would. <laughs> right. Um, by the way, let's talk about Big Mark. Big yeah. Mark Tani Arce, of course, announced by the club since our last podcast. Yeah, excited. How are you feeling about that? Excited. Um, I think it has to be said the incredible work that, that Folger did yes at the football club here, like, here. just seems like a bloke that has clearly done very well for the football club propped us up when we've needed it would love a beer with him looks like a bloke you'd want a beer with 100% and um, let's make it very very clear for the younger fans that, that don't truly appreciate Michael Folger for who he is and what he's done for this football club he matched the money that was lost from the season ticket rebates when we went down to League One and he is arguably the reason why we managed to sign Grant Hull yeah. okay yes Gunny got him in the door Brian Gunn and but but, but Mike, Michael Folger what about for that alone for me is legendary status yeah I 100%. think um, so grateful to him so yeah but props to him I think he will be grateful for uh, Mark coming in and, and buying the mm-hmm, shares because mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's quite a, a difficult yeah sell obviously there's a lot of money being exchanged hands I think we have to be slightly cautious and it's clear that um, it's clear that they want to, f- to to sense Mark out first. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not letting him in. I know he's got a seat on the, on the director's table now, but the, it was a brilliant piece that really explained it well because it is quite confusing knowing what's going on. Yeah. Michael Bailey on The Athletic. So he has options now. He's, he, he's either basically loaning Norwich City 10 million mm-hmm. with, uh, and he will be paid dividends at a yeah. very handsome rate. Yeah. We could easily borrow money from a, a, a high street bank with far less interest. Yes. So it's an expensive way of getting money. Yeah. Or he can then cash them in for actual shares after seven years. Yeah. So the likelihood is for the next seven years, depending on what Delia Smith and Michael Wynne Jones choose to do with their majority shareholding, nothing's really going to change. It's an amount of money that is going to make very little impact with player purchases. It could make an impact with redeveloping the city stand, which I know is, is up for discussion. Yeah. Colney Training Centre. Do you think that's where the money's going to go, Jack, at this stage? According to The Athletic, yes. Okay. So I think in terms of player buying, right. uh, little to do. What is exciting So is basically, the... sorry to interrupt, so basically Mark's rocked up at the Spurs game, big Mark, magic Mark, mm. Mark Taniasso, and he's gone, seat's a bit shit. <laughs> Well, I'm going to redo the whole yeah, stand. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, it, you know, it's all... Well, look, it's fun, It's fun, isn't it, getting carried away? And it's fun chanting USA. Yes. To, to build the level of wealth that Mark Taniazu has, you've got to be a ruthless <clears throat> bastard, right? And well, he is coming in here very shrewdly, and the way he's going about things is very shrewd. Yeah. What is exciting me is... His, his track record with, with American sport I think is really impressive and I like the fact we're thinking differently right? yeah. we're going about things differently but we, we, the more cynical would say this is very much um, a man coming in with, with money signs in his eyes we're seeing yeah. a lot of American investment we coming are. into the Premier League with a lot of criticism now by the way particularly by Gary um, Neville yeah. but for me it, it looks good I just don't think much is going to change to our eye. I like the fact that he's a nice geezer, though. Seems nice. The club interview you did was really good. Alice Piper, big up for that interview. Seems nice. Let's be fair. I think it's fair to say that we're pro-Dean Smith on, on the Talk Norris City podcast. Chaz Tats, who is a friend of the channel, has... Um, and, and this is how I really want people to know that we want to be fair and let everyone have their say. Chaz Tats says, Dino is about as useful as a chocolate teapot. Two decent signings in terms of Nunes and Sarah don't make up for a complete lack of game plan. It's all too much hit and hope for me. The goals we've scored have been pretty lucky. Jack, what's your response to Chaz Tats there? Well, I think I love Chaz, but I I don't agree. 
I, I, I genuinely don't agree. Well, first um, of all, the signings is, is simply just not him. That's Stuart Webber. Well, and also, I okay. think it's, it's at this point, quite generous to say that Sarah's been a success. I've not seen much from him. Yeah. I think Nunes has been a that. success to a degree. I think there's a, a lot of hype around him. He gives the ball away a lot. I like him, but let's not get too carried away. Well, that's not Dean Smith. That's Stuart Webber. Yeah, in terms of recruitment. But... I, <laughs> But game I think plan, it's but so game, hard. Like, lack most of the, game plan, but, but those game plans have won football matches. I just don't agree with that. Like, I look at Birmingham, mm. winning goal on Alhand, they brought on as a sub. Sunderland, winning goal, assisted by Ramsey, scored Bloody by Sargent. Hell, that's a great shout from so you. So many games have been turned on their head by because Dean of Dean Smith's Decisions. changes. Millwall, first, really good point. Millwall, first 40 minutes, bang up against it, change the formation, win 2-0. <laughs> this is the thing. Do you know what I said earlier about Dean Smith? Being like that on the cross with and people have got the nails ready yeah. to hammer them in. It makes me laugh because even if I think back to a few podcasts ago, people are like, oh, well, of course, of course Dean Smith was going to make those subs. When he's got all that quality on the bench, he doesn't really know anything. He just puts on the subs and it just sort of works. Well, I just feel like if you're going to view a manager like that, you're never going to buy into I think it. it's fascinating, actually, just quickly on this. Yeah, sure. When we were under Daniel Farker, we beat Bristol City 3-2. Like we just did. Yeah. And we went behind twice in that game under Daniel Farker. Yeah. And we were awful. I was watching the highlights back the other day. And the mood around the place was, you know, it was incredible. Because we'd come from behind and yeah. we won. Yeah. We were in control against Bristol City for the whole game. We never looked like losing. We never looked like not winning. Yeah. And the mood was booed off because the referee made a mistake <laughs> that didn't change anything. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm j- I just, uh, at the moment, I feel incredibly out of the loop of the of the popular thinking at Norwich. I just don't get it. I really don't. Okay. I think I'm fine. one of the few who's enjoying you, what's going on this season. Mate, mate, here's, here's something niche that I've not said before, and I'm trying to break this down, because obviously everyone is still clearly unlo- in love with Daniel Farker, despite his woeful Premier League record time after time. Maybe Dean Smith... You know what we said at the start about the, the, the shaky salute? Or... You know, Dino coming over and you know giving it a bit of the badge. Well, at Birmingham away, we got that that epic winner, and El Hernandez obviously shot off. Brilliant result. Dean Smith made a point of coming over to the fans to clap the fans, and maybe, and I don't know, may I don't think I'm criticising Dino here, but maybe it would be great if Dino maybe tried to. This is the thing. Like, I like the fact that Dino. He's not vain. Mm. He doesn't need to go up to the fan for, for a wave to like suck up the plaudits. It's the players. Mm. The players do do the work. You do the work during the week. Yeah, I agree. Yeah? You deliver good, you're a really exceptional team mm. talk if you're a proper good manager. Okay, The players do the work during, during the 90 minutes. So I like the fact that Dean Smith isn't vain enough to go up to the crowd to do the whole wave and you know suck up the plaudits. But maybe Dean Smith needs to make a point of coming over to the crowd more or something. I don't know. It seems well, it, like there's a real disconnect, isn't there? No, it's, you're spot on. With the, is that true? Is that you're a good spot shout? on. I think, I think absolutely. I think the Birmingham oh, must one Must be was, some common sense juice in this league. The Birmingham result was interesting looking back because we were probably, that was probably one of our worst performances. We went behind mm. against the Birmingham side that will probably get relegated this season. We came from behind and that was what everyone was most excited about. Okay. Because there was a bit of excitement and you're right. Dean Smith went up because he doesn't like Birmingham. He's a Villa fan. Dean Smith's boring. I like that. <laughs> I don't think he's boring. That's harsh. Compared to Daniel Farke, he's boring. No, I think right? no. I think Dean Smith is a nice bloke. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't in, make him boring. But that in makes terms him nice. of what we've been used to, he's boring compared to that. I thought Daniel Farke's. I thought Daniel Farke's press conferences were at the point where I could have fallen asleep. What I'm saying is, he doesn't need. He's winning matches. Yeah, right? exactly. That's his job. No, I know. But good. I'm fine with that. I just feel like we needed that anyway. Let's move on before we disagree with each other again. Uh, do you want to... I'll go. go Sergeant on. Scorpion asks, question, if Sergeant isn't playing as a striker, is he even worth having in the starting eleven? Do you know that as a... F- who said that? Sergeant Scorpion, who's Sorry, clearly Sergeant. a massive Sergeant fan. Sergeant Scorpion, I love that from you. That is a brilliant shout, and I don't want to sound controversial, but I, I, I'd say Yes. I, I would say yes. I think I, I, I don't get it out wide. And, you know, Josh has himself said in the press that, you know, even when he's on the pitch, he wants to try to, you know, worm his way into that forward position anyway. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I, th- I think it's an interesting shout. I think Norwich's, Norwich's challenge is that 
we well obviously when we went up and we signed Zolis, we signed Mila Rashica, we wanted to convert to wingers, mm. right? That's what we wanted to do, and it miserably failed. And now the best winger at our football club is an El Hernandez. We don't really have, apart from an El Hernandez, an out and out winger. I think Ramsey's still got some work to do if he wants to become a, an out and out winger, if that makes sense. Todd, for me, I still love to see Todd in the middle. Yeah. I still love to see Toddy in the middle. So so I think they're just putting Josh there because we've got Pookie, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think I it's almost just a way of managing that. But it's a really interesting debate. What do you think? Well, I think there's probably been one example where it has worked. I think Pookie and Sargent against Coventry worked. But, mate, but they're, they're a pub team. They're a pub team. Great fans, but they're a pub team. I think it, it, it is difficult to play them both. I would be interested to see if it worked with a bit more midfield protection because at the moment Josh is having to drop quite deep at times. Yeah. I think if you have a Hayden and a Gibbs or a Hayden and a Nunes in there, that could well change. Because at the moment we're so exposed in the middle that's meaning our attacking players are having to sacrifice certain phases of play. But it is different. Yeah. It, it does feel wasteful um, having having them both in there because one of their performances is is sacrificed. Okay, Adam Durrant says controversial opinion. He's put some light emojis oh, wow. on their end as well. He's given it large this week. He says Aaron's isn't good enough defensively in the Prem. If it, and if we go up. Offering Man United a swap for Juan Basaka is a good deal all round if wages aren't an issue. Adam, I have to say, mate, I think you might have had too many Lakens on this. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Again, it's, how, how, I don't know how we would possibly get Juan Basaka in a swap deal, even if wages were not an issue. <laughs> that makes sense. Again, it's one of those. I don't know, Adam. With the, interesting you know, one. With, coming at this with love let's worry about that while we're there yeah I like that um, and, and they, yeah so many people are saying that aren't they oh well this team would get battered in the Premier League well, yeah, yeah but of let's... course they fucking would that's why we're in the championship after getting battered week in week out in the Prem last time can we just learn to enjoy yeah. the championship again let's get aboard HMS and, and, and also like we're lucky to have ours in the championship like, yeah well he's still, he's still one of the best defenders in championship there's 100%. a reason we've still got him yes. Adam because people don't deem him good enough to play in the Premier League. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have signed him. Or, on the flip of that, we wanted to keep him and we showed huge mm. amounts of... Um, of, of um, resolve. Resolve to keep him and he's remained professional enough to stay. Let's go light. Jack Wright. Good he's name. got a question. By the way, profile pictures. Unbelievable. Let's quickly re- read uh, where out the Where are you reading these from? I'm not seeing uh, any of these. Two wrongs don't make a right, but two rights definitely made a song. Nice. I don't get that, but fair enough. Um, question. What is your favourite Norwich player celebration of all time? Ah. Steepy Crab and Halty Mike Moustache come to mind. Both iconic. Uh, Toddy Surfer. Yeah, nice. you've always liked that, haven't like you? Like that one. You've it came at a that. fun time for Norwich, yeah, in Newcastle, so. Man City. I think we both love the Tim Close against Birmingham header. Completely irrelevant football match. Arguably an irrelevant goal. The sheer shock of him scoring. Yeah. And he simply headbutted the corner flag. It, and I, I said enjoyed it, that. And I said it to him on the podcast. It reminded me of a drunk donkey. Like, yes. It really did. Like, Have you seen a drunk donkey? Um, no, but I, I, it reminded me of what one could look like. <laughs> i tell you a, a massively um, underrated Norwich City cello that's never spoken about, ever, yeah. anywhere. Is Kai Kamara scores. Yeah. Okay. And when the boys have all gone off after they've just done their normal, you know, got together huddle, they've given it the command, etc. Seb Basong and, and Kai Kamara up against the old, uh, the old, what was the Norwich and Peterborough stand at the time, now the uh, now the Regency, and they just gave it like this little sort yeah. of like traditional African so, uh, African dance, and I was just like, I was really vibing yeah. with it, and just they both did it in unison as well, and nice. I just think there's not enough dancing. I'm loving dancing. Mm. Go for it. Did was it Henry Lansbury who? Yeah, the the dug the what do they call it the duggy the, the, the duggy I think. But I wasn't thinking of that one, although that is a good shout. Um, it might not have been Lansbury. I remember, yeah. I think it was Championship Lambert. He scored and just kicked the advertising board, <laughs> and I quite like just sheer anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's that's like an underrated well. feat in a yeah. goal celebration. Mm. I want to see more advertised board kicking. Yes, yes, um, I do too. But like the the not the new modern fancy ones, the angled. Printed ones. Yeah. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, well, why not? Kick the modern ones. Yeah. If you're hard enough. Okay, yeah. 
Go on, your turn. Mate. Um, let's go with Lenny Millington. What a oh, cracking name! Name of the week, Lenny Millington. Lenny Millington. Oh, what a guy! What yeah. a guy! Lenny says, um, "Statement: The Norwich defence has the same old problems of conceding poor set pieces and needs to be worked on more if we want to win the league slash be promoted, as goal difference would could slash would mean a lot uh, by the end of the season, which means not playing Sam Byram." Mm. Lenny, we, at the moment we don't have another option, and I actually think Sam Byron has been very good. I think Sammy B has been quite tidy. I do think Sam has been caught out a couple of times, um, but again, as I've said, I think all of the defence have been caught out at least a yeah, couple of I th- times. Yeah, and I think that's a, a very um, like in no usual circumstance would, would Sam be playing. We've lost three left backs. Um, I think it's great to see Sam playing, considering where he's been. He's one of my favourite players. He's great. Oh, I know. You you famously said Byron for England, as I like to chat. What is interesting, though, and I know our our dear friend Craig loves to say this if we sit with the football, we do now have a set piece coach. Um, (laughs) What Mm. do you think? Say you standard hours, coming at five, go home at eight. Coming at nine, go home at five. What's he doing in the eight hours? I, I, I don't know. Or her. I would love to. Well, well, it's a him, isn't it? I don't know. I think well, I think it is a him. Oh, okay. Jack. Um, I don't. I didn't see the announcement. I know we've got one. Yes, I don't know we who do. It is. Yes, we do. And um, I, I don't know. Maybe the club need to do a bit of media on this to educate us. Yeah. Maybe there's not enough to document. <laughs> Maybe like I, I've just got this vision. Right. There's this room, at at the Lotus Training Centre. I'm still going to call it Colney. Um. And it's like this big, like, like it's almost like a security desk. <laughs> and it's just screens upon screens upon screens. Like, everywhere you look is screens. And it's just, it's it's set-piece porn. And on every screen, there's a set-piece from, like, like famous set-pieces, North City set-pieces, a mistake, defending, attacking. It's just a big security yeah. screen. And I've just got this vision that this bloke just sits at his desk all week with, like, a big cup of Yorkshire tea, obviously Stuart Webber's favourite. And he's just sitting there, like studying these set pieces like trying to like you know join the dots of like any sort of <laughs> tiny ounce of an extra movement yeah but what we can probably work out is it, it's not working at the moment. It, it sort of reminds me of the of the pink dressing room thing it feel it, i'm not sure how it feels right now it feels a bit soccer botty but but the soccer bot did come good eventually didn't it did it maybe <laughs> so look time will tell on the set piece coach um, but I'm up for it and I'd love the club to educate us on it more. Um, question. Um, well, I think actually it's a statement, sorry, it's a statement from Ryan. At Ryan M11M, massive Tim Krull fan, <coughs> Norwich City season ticket holder, of course. He says, Gibbs for me, when he is back, will be player of the season. Wow. Ryan, that's a big shout. And I love that for you. Play of the, I love the look of Gibbs when it, when he came in. I thought he was he was exactly the type of midfielder we we, we, we need and I think we looked better for him. Play I think, of the season. Wow. Love I that think it line. was I think it was Hux or it might have been Darren or maybe even Dean Ashton, one of the former uh, or you know, one of the Norwich City legends said, "Let's just let's be a bit careful with Liam. He's still young. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a fantastic player, but let's not get too carried away. And also, it would be unfair to make him suddenly the reason why we're going to progress because that might not happen. Yeah. Um, Big shout though. Let us know if you of the agree season. with Ryan. I'd, I'd be interested if the voting was done now, who would get it? It would be Sergeant, wouldn't it? Do you think? Or Nunes. I think it would be Nunes, but I don't think it should be Nunes at this stage. You're a bit anti Nunes. No, no, I'm you not anti Nunes. I think people are getting far too carried away with him. I keep seeing people comparing him to Buendia and saying yeah. he's, he's better than Buendia. He's not. At this stage, he's not. Mate, literally last week, you were saying he was better than Buendia. I said he looks, at times, like like Buendia in terms of the way he moves. But <laughs> Did I'm you? seeing people say mm, at the moment so sure he's about better that. than Buendia. Not so sure I about disagree that. with that. Richard Churchyard, back again. He says, if anyone is not happy watching Norwich win games, then they can take my job and I'll have their season tickets I spent last year watching them lose. Hashtag stop moaning. Hear, 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 Ranty statement from Churchyard. Yeah. Um, here we go um, Evans' statement yes we may have not lost in seven in the league but I still feel Dean Smith is not the man for me yes results have looked up recently and it doesn't matter how you win as long as you win but we look like a team with no real structure no game plan no hoping someone produces a bit of quality Pookie's double on Wednesday oh and Josh Sargent the furthest thing from a winger 
He was scoring. This is two tweets. Okay. Um, he was scoring goals up front. Why change it when it clearly when it was clearly working? I think Evans got a couple of tactical tweak, um, very valid points at the end relating to Sargent, which we've already discussed. Still, I don't get the start of it though. It's almost like we're trying to pick holes and wins, but we're winning. Yeah. And the point in football is winning football matches. Yeah. Not playing pretty football well, and getting pumped. I, I think the what was it about like we've been relying on individual bits of quality yes. like I don't think we have but then what do you expect them to do say oh no do you know what I'd rather not have Timu could you sell Timu please because yeah. I want to prove a point to the Norwich fans and I think I'm the point on it. Sargent I think let's not f- forget when he came in and played centrally it was because Pukki was injured like it would yes. be it would take a brave man Maybe this is what's needed, but it would take a brave man to drop a fit Timu Puki because he's openly said he wants to be playing Premier League football. Look, let, let me throw this into the ring. And I'm not saying this is happening, but let me just throw it to the ring. Yeah. We drop Puki. Yeah. Sergeant plays through the middle and looks better. Yeah. I don't think he'll outscore Puki, but I'm sure he will look better than he yeah. is out wide. Puki goes to Stewart in January. Oh, I think Puki's gone in January. And anyway. goes, You're not playing me, I'm off. I know, I, I, I'm putting this out there. I think Pookie's off in January anyway. That's going to hurt people's feelings, but... Well, that would sound... I'm, li- I'm, 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 I'm listening to the media, I'm, and people have known this. I've got this little thing about the body language at the moment. I'm thinking, ah, he's just not He's not here. Mm. I love the fact he's delivering, by the way. Mm. Great to see the goat back scoring goals, but I, I think he'll be off in January. Fair play if we manage to keep him. Love this from Chris Blow. And by the way, he's clearly had um, a load of Lakens because he said yesterday I went to see Valencia against Celta Vigo. Oh, Sergeant, Sergeant over Cavani. Yeah. P.S. I watched the ultras and I have my own observations. Re atmosphere. Wow. Well, what are the observations? I don't know. No idea. Again, that's what I mean. He was on the Lakens, but <laughs> I, might have, I might have botched the. I might have botched that there, Chris. Sorry, mate. But basically, he says oh. Sergeant over Cavani. It's more been, of a statement. And he's been in Valencia. Fine. Happy days. Um, Question from Chris Kemp. When do we get to witness Jack Reeve versus Chris Reeve in the Zorballs at half-time <laughs> What the fans would love to see. Well, Chris, let me tell you, my friend, actually, this may disappoint you, but we were actually offered to do the Zorball. Don't you remember that? No. For the Liverpool game at home. I told you that. Do you remember? Possibly. Possibly. But Did we basically, say no? we said no. And I'm a bit... Like I've done, uh, I've done it before. Um, for what, my, the Zorb for my no, not the Zorb chat. I did it for my, oh, uh, my yes. dad. Do hey, it's hard. It's actually quite hard. Right? Although I must say, it was horrific at, the, at, at Bristol, wasn't it? My God, they were taking lumps. Out they of were there. woeful. I, it, anyway, look, look, if Norwich want to pay us, if enough people want to, <laughs> if the fees, there's always a price. <laughs> There's always a problem. Do you know my problem though, Chris, is that I, I can't see because I can't do it with my glasses on. Oh, well, I'd be the same. We'd, it, it would be... Blind Zorb football. To be fair, that probably... We'd be in the same I camp. think people would like it even more. Maybe we should do it. Let's do it. Um, I, I've got a question from Clive. Go on. And I like this. Clive, um, jolly. Yeah. Let's hear it. You guys are gnaw, all dreamy and creamy about Norwich City's future. So given that, what chocolate bar best describes certain Norwich players? And Clive gives us an example. He thinks Kenny McLean is like a bounty. Lots of people's least favourite, but always picked to go in the starting lineup of a celebration tub. Mm. I like that from Clive. And look mm. at him, he clearly loves life. Mm. Yeah, he does. What and that's what, what a well put together uh, question. Mm. I would say... Mm. Good question. That um, I would say that Sam Byram yeah. is the nor mixed bag of buttons. Because it's so versatile. Wow. Yeah. Because I I I I, opened, I had some friends over the other day. Is that not more of a Kenny though? Kenny's more no. versatile than Byron. I had a sure. few friends over the other day. Lots of different tastes. Opened the bag of Nor mixed buttons. Everyone was happy. Mm-hmm. Some people had the dark. Some people had the white. Yeah. Some people had the milk. Yeah. Oh, Sam Byron can play left back. Yeah. Oh, next thing he's playing right back. Oh, stick him in the middle. Well, he's, sco- he's scoring goals now. So that's mine. No, no, that is a very good shout indeed. Um, I think for me, you know, you're, you're looking at Team Ipuki as your, your classic dairy milk. <laughs> yeah. He always delivers. You know, you can you cannot go wrong. Yeah. If you're looking at all of these options on the shelf, and and you've done that thing where you've been st- you've been standing there. You've got your gnaw in, in the supermarket. Yeah, obviously you've got your gnaw, but unfo- unfortunately you can't get hold of it in chocolate. So you, unfortunately, this particular shop don't stock gnaw. You're standing there and you're, and you're looking at the shelf, and you realise <laughs> that you've stood there for way too long, <laughs> yeah. and you're like. 
oh shit I'm embarrassing myself now I look like a chocolate weirdo yeah see like I just need to get dairy milk <laughs> yeah. always delivers that's team Mapuki. no nice but you're saying the chocolate think, you always well, want to deliver you jo- want to sell in January and, and would also like him dropped Josh Sargent uh, no I've not said that <laughs> piss off Josh Sargent um, he is a Reese's Pieces yeah. obviously and I love a Reese's Pieces yeah, you reek of a Reese's Pieces I love piece. Reese's but, I remember and, and this is oh I knew about the Beatles before they were famous Right. My friend used to get them shipped in from America before <laughs> they a, were in retail that's stores. That's a pub story, that. No, it's actually not. We were about seven, and he'd been on holiday to New York and, and bought them. Yeah. And we were like, we need some. So we used to ship them in from America. Huge oh, import. Oh, my things. God. We were paying like five quid for a tube of the three um, yeah. cakes. Good. But for me, any of those Nor bars of chocolate could best describe any of those North City players because there are simply so many flavours. Mm. And just in case we haven't mentioned it already, you can get 15%. 15%. off. Well, I said to ignore, I said, let's do 10. What's the code again? TNC? We'll put it in the description. I think it's TNC 15, but go check in the description. No, I said do 10 and Nor were like, that's not enough. We want 15. <laughs> we love TNC so much. So there you go. Um, yeah, get yourself some Nor. That is for sure. Um, oh, that rhymes. Maxim Carver, who, by the way, is the uh, the British um, cellist. Here, here he yeah, is again. What, you won't be able to see that profile picture. What a bloke. But basically, he's an absolute don. BBC Young Musician 2018 Grand Finalist. Let's go. We're effectively talking to royalty here. He says, question, which beer is each Norris City player slash coach's favourite? Nunes is a crisp Lakers encore. Dino mm. and Shaky definitely love a Carling. Big Andy <laughs> loves a Guinness. Do you know what I think? You've, I think you've got the train going on. well there, Jack. Well, any any players that, that, that you would go for? There? Um, Cruel loves like a, a big German Stein of something. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Fine. I was trying to um, think of a Dutch beer, but okay. I couldn't. I'll go. Um, Josh Sargent is definitely Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> Because, 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 like, when you're like, when you've had a few, and you know, once the confidence is up, and you and you're you're, you're going on the bud lights, yeah. you can manage it. But if you're going, if it's your first or second, you're like, oh dear. Americans do so much good, but they do beer terribly. Yeah, it's not good. Whenever we speak to our dear friend Michael Hoffer, who we love and but, adore, but when Bud Light works, like Sergeant, it yeah. works exceptionally yeah. well. My, our dear friend Michael doesn't really drink. He's all about bourbons isn't he well he needs to get on the lakens that's for sure you can get a discount on that by the way as well just in case you didn't realize um question from jake ncfc jake once all our players are fit do you put hayden and gibbs in the team sorry say that again once all of our players are fit yes do you put hayden and gibbs in the team but i think if you do that you're gonna have to drop nunez so that, that's that's another question. Do you really? Uh, is, or is he sent in a team? No, in? but someone else has underneath it. Do you put Hayden and Gibbs in? You don't. Why do you have to drop Nunes? That, what, that, what well, you pay Nunes you more advanced. Yeah. Okay, so you got to drop Cantwell probably. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, you, I think you probably do. I'm just saying there's going to be a sacrifice mm, for that. I think you probably do. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see it. That's for sure. Jake, I would like to see that. I'd like to see that that tried. Uh, Erland with a nice one. And uh, whatever happens, a Kingsland tie bloke. Chow, fucking hell, what a great shout! I miss old Kingsland tie. Yeah. By the way, for the watch along legends, they'll know Kingsland tie bloke. Yeah, I was. Um... I've never laughed so much when when that was announced. When I was in the room with Kingsland tie bloke, I was like, what did he? He commented something like Zombie Nation pounding in the flat or something, <laughs> like Kingsland tie bloke. I'm still confident it's not a real person. I think someone has had us on for like for this long. Yeah, amazing. I was reminded the other day, I was talking about the cost of living crisis to, to a friend of mine and the electricity bills. And he said, why, why don't you just get... Remember that American kid who would just send those massive super chats? And we got him on the street. Yeah, yeah. What was his name again? Didn't he support like someone really random as well? Like, like Les- It was Lester. Like Aberystwyth or something. No, it was. <laughs> But it was Leicester. He didn't it? support Norwich. He no, lived just, and just loved the watch. Yeah, fair play. And to we him. love him for that. Fair play. Um, Alan Tucker oh, what, says what statement. Yeah, you way. know Alan, Alan Tucker. Right. What do you reckon Alan Tucker? Oh, that gets you going. What do you reckon Alan Tucker? Let's does have a quick. For let's look at his profile pictures. What do you reckon he does for a living? Ah, oh, postman. I always yeah, delivers. Yeah, hundred percent. First class service. And he says statement. I reckon a TNC trip out to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Sorry. To interview Atani Arso is in order. Don't forget to gift him some Lakens. 
Alan, trust me, we would love to have the opportunity to work um, to, to, to work on something like that with a football club. Um, look, the fit, look here. <laughs> the price is here. right. <laughs> There's always a price. As you know. We'd we love like, to go. Yeah, we're happy to or, sell Did ourselves. you watch the interview with Mark? I thought you were about to open up a TNC OnlyFans for a minute there, Jack. Did you watch um, the, 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 the interview? Oh, God, yeah, I'm all over did it. Did you like his trainers? I, the colourful hokers? I liked everything about him. <laughs> He's the type of guy where I would sit there and just listen to him for yeah. hours. Like, you know, I wouldn't do what I wouldn't disagree with anything that he's got just to say. Just stare lovingly to yeah. that, in, into mm. his eyes. Whisper me sweet things, Mark. Unlike I do with you. Um here's a shout from jo- well at, his username is at Josh Bay three five nine oh four three and I don't think that's the end of it. Oh here we go. Eight five. His his actual name is Jakob Sorensen. And his question is, does Cantwell deserve a new contract? When's it out? When's it, when's it expired? Uh, this summer, is it? Yeah, I think so. Could be wrong. <laughs> yes, for me. I, th- I think he's proved that he wants to be here. Oh, mate, uh, for, I'm for those Todd's that, biggest fan. For, for those that, for some reason, didn't think he didn't want to be here. Uh, that didn't make sense. For those that thought that he didn't, didn't want, want to be, be here... Um, I, th- I think that he's produced some good moments this season. I-, I think he can deliver more. He'll know that he'll he'll be able to deliver more. I think he's still getting up to speed after being alienated out of the team and pushed aside by Daniel Farker and treated with complete disrespect. But um, yeah, I-, I-, I think he deserves a new contract. Another who I think at the moment is difficult to judge too much. I, th- I think it's difficult to find Cantwell's best position at the moment. I- he-, he is a ten. I think we- we're all. He's not a winger. He's a ten. What a great squad player to have though as well. By the way, to come off the bench to impact games, even if he's not starting football matches. He's a ten, but w- with how exposed the midfield are at the moment, it's difficult to play him in there. Um, you need a- you need an Oliver Skip in there, and we don't have an Oliver Skip. Mm. Uh, that's that's the difficulty we've-, we've got. Bernie Bino. Oh my God, the names get better. Bernie Bino. Let's have a look at and Bernie. he's got that profile picture of Grant Holt. I think you. I think it's when he scored against Arsenal, where he just gave yeah, him the arms out. Are you not entertained? Looked at the Barkley, probably because we slagged him off the week before. Bernie Bino. Are we doing well at the moment? Do you, do you know what? It's another Anthony Dino comment. Well, read it out. I genuinely think like we're in the minority here on Dean Smith. We're fine. Um, Bernie Bino says, opinions. "Of course they are." Are we doing well at the moment due to Dean Smith? Dean Smith's coaching, or is it down to our players being a class above the rest of the league? Well, well, look, I think there is something in that. I think the the league is um, poor. Yeah, people always get offended when, like, it was the same last. It was the same under Daniel Farker. I thought it'd be a lot better. This the season. championship is the most competitive league in the world. It's also but com- one of the most average, but competitively shy. Yeah, uh, you've got a lot of shit going up against each other. Um, <laughs> look, so there is something in that. Yeah. Um, also, I th- I th- again, I think we've mentioned this. We mentioned Connor a lot. Dean Smith's record against the teams we've played this season. Mm-hmm. So taking that sample size against Daniel Farkas, Dean Smith's winning. He's far, right. far Is he? better. Right. Okay. And facts don't care about And Daniel Farker had Oliver Skip, Emmy Buendia, yeah, Jamal Lewis, Pookie. Ben Godfrey, yeah. We weren't saying, oh, is it, is it only are we only winning football matches because he's got anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't. We that that this is the thing. That is a that's a valid question, but also I'm sort of thinking. I think that's maybe too black and white. I'm not sure you can say it's just this or just that. Well, it, I think it can be a combination of both. Yeah, and it's like saying, oh, is 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 Pep Guardiola only playing lovely football in Man City because he's got a great side? Well, yeah. I mean, it helps. But it's not the <laughs> yeah, only dramatically, reason. by the way. Um, um, and here's the thing, right, Chris? Yeah. I don't think that there is a, a single other manager in the championship that I would take over Dean Smith. Maybe Chris Wilder. Oh, God, no. I'd rather shit in my hands and clap. I'd rather shit in my hands and clap. But, like, I can't when stand I, the bloke. I don't... And I think... If, if you'd really want Chris Wilder... Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm clutching it. But that's really? what I mean. I don't think... And oh. I think any other championship fan would go... Oh, I wouldn't mind Dean Smith here. Honestly, when you talk to opposition, this is the thing about. I think that we have just become. I say we. We've I become entitled. I think a lot of Norwich fans have become entitled, um, and they think that the grass Ooh, is green. I've also, I've just not. found the new feature on Twitter that I've Go just on. accidentally put on Chris Blow's question. Down votes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It What's a down vote? Yeah. Your votes aren't public and won't. Well, what does it do? It's a Reddit type feature. We won't talk about social media. Um, what about this from Harry Hazza Hammond? Oh my God, Harry Hammond. <laughs> Hypothesis, H-H. hypothesis 
Onel wins a Ballon d'Or by 2025. Harry has clearly been taking advantage of the Lakers. And no, to be fair with this, right? And this does go into the Dean Smith argument of maybe yeah. we don't love Dean as much as people love Farker because he's not as animated. Onel Hernandez's performances this season have been fine, right? They've been outstanding. They've been fine. Scored a goal, lovely. Yeah. But people love Onel. Now, why do people love Onel? He's a good person. He's yeah. animated. He's got a Norwich City tattoo. He's a bit fucking mad. Um, and he's outlandish, and right? He, no, he genuinely loves the club as well. No, I know. But he is also a bit mad. Yeah. And people love that. But and he I also love that. interacts and engages with the fans yeah, as well, right? But, but just because you people that don't do that yeah. doesn't mean they're a, we shouldn't love them equally. Yeah, yeah. No, I, look, I agree with boring. that. He was fucking brilliant. No, look, no, I... <laughs> I agree with this, and I, and, I, and by the way, I want people to know this, right? I want people to know this. We continuously try to ask the club to allow us to speak to players on record to try and actually help people connect with these boys more because we know that they're lovely lads. We know that they care impassionately about our football club. But you know, it's the thing about like, for example, like Kenny McLean at the moment is doing my head in. Like Kenny McLean is the scapegoat at the moment. He's like this player that everyone just like loves to slag off on social media. But I look at it and I think, what was it the other day? 150 appearances for Norwich City. Is that okay. right? Relied on and used by Daniel Farker and Dean Smith. So it's almost like even like the Fark lovers like absolutely hate Kenny. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't think he's that. I don't think he's been that bad to warrant the abuse that he's been given on social media. I think, yeah, don't get me wrong, like he's made mistakes like everyone else has in this team. I just, but anyway, my point is, with your point around Anel, is I, I, is I want people to know that we continue to try to, um, to help the club show more of the player personality, right? Because that helps us connect with them, it helps us support them more. And it helps us get behind the boys more in the stadium, which will therefore increase the atmosphere. Absolutely. I think that's a good point to end on. Um, I think we've got a really (laughs) fascinating month ahead. We've obviously got the international break. October on paper does look more difficult than we've had so far. What about this? Okay, I'll put this in the room. If we go unbeaten in October, Mm. we're going to win the league. If we go unbeaten in October... So that means even if we draw all of our games, we are going to win the title. That's what you're saying. I'm putting it out there right now. And I know it's brave because people are looking at it. They're looking at that West Brom performance. They're thinking... What about if we don't go unbeaten? Are we not going to win the league? I think it'll be close. But I think if we go unbeaten in October, I think that's our toughest run run of fixtures, apart from those first three. But that that would then be like 13 unbeaten. Precisely. That's that's big. So I, I think... If we go unbeaten in October, we we win this league. Do you think we, we will? And we win it at Canter as well. Do you think we will? If we go unbeaten in October, yes. I ju- no, it's not think. I know we will. So you, if you know we, we're going to win the league? If we go unbeaten in October. But I'm saying, you're, you're saying if. Sorry. Do you think we will? No, let me change it. When. Right. No. <laughs> I can't say when because that's my point. My, 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 my bold prediction is if we manage to go unbeaten in October... We'll win the title. Okay. I'm putting it out there. I think we all need a beer. We all need a chill out. Lakens, specifically. And you need a bar of chocolate. Don't forget, you can get loads of discount off the old Nord chocolate. How can you be unhappy with a beer in hand, Nord Nord chocolate in the the cupboard or fridge, whatever you prefer, and Norwich second Mm. in the league? God, that gets me going. I look at it and go, what more do you want? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Thanks very much for watching, everyone. See you later. Bye-bye.